This is going well. <laughs> we have we have we have beginning and ending problems. Once we get going, you're fine. Welcome, Welcome to Whelmed, a podcast for Zennials. Um, the phrases that we use these days, like, can you even imagine what we would have thought of them like 10 years ago? Like, like certain things like record to the cloud. (laughs) No, I want to record on my computer. What the fuck is the cloud? (laughs) I mean, we know what the cloud is, but it's just weird. What about, do you have time for a quick Zoom later this week? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Skype was the cool thing at one point. Skype was. Man, it just, that goes to show you how terrible Microsoft is. Like, how do you, like, y'all were, Skype was 15 years ahead of everybody else who's doing, and Microsoft video is like the worst. Like we use Teams at school and it's terrible. That's so funny. I have a job interview tomorrow and the HR person initially sent me a meeting for Teams. And I was like, I don't have that. She's like, well, there's a link. I was like, well, the, I don't have the, so we ended up setting a Zoom. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think there's a browser version, but whatever. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's so bad. Is it? It's awful. Yes, it's terrible. Oh my God. It's so I mean, their whole thing is like, oh, we're working for classrooms, but like, there's no functionality to it. Like, I don't have any control over anything. It's so frustrating. It's the same with Microsoft Projects. We used that at a, at a previous job that I worked at for, for project management software. And it's like, it, it was okay, but it... But it's just so much clunkier than yeah, Google it's is. Yeah, super clunky. Well, yeah. have you used Google Meetup? Yes. Okay. Yeah, which is, you know, I mean, works very well. Um, you know, Zoom was what I started using first. So it's like what I stay, it's what I'm on, but. The Kleenex brand. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's become like, it, that's, it's become the term, right? Right. Yeah. I don't even say video conference anymore. We Zoom. Oh, yeah. Because if you said video conference, they'd be like, um, hey, geezer. <laughs> Video conference. I know we're so old, Zennial. Sorry to break it to you, man, but you are old. Mm-hmm. I was so excited when I saw like the breakdown of the Grammy performances. I was like, I know who like half of these people are. I know. I um, do not know who the other half are, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why is somebody's name Bad Bunny? Um, uh, he has the most streamed songs of the year. Why is somebody else's name the baby? Um, I, 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 hey, that seems like a very unbadass rap t- rap name, does it not? Well, like, I don't. Maybe that's the point. It's like when they were like when they call you tiny, but you're a big dude. Like it's like it's ironic. I mean, there was that whole like there was like Lil Wayne and Lil John and like and now we're yeah, on- but in fact some of them were Lil. <laughs> <laughs> they were so small we didn't have enough letters for that well but i mean like lil romeo was in fact lil he was like fucking kid he was lil so <laughs> i know but most of these people when they have a lul <laughs> lil wayne is also pretty lil 
This is so dumb. <laughs> Tiny dude, though. He's like bad, too. Da babies though is not like small. I mean, he's a he's a grown man. Right? And he doesn't have like a particularly baby face or I mean, I was like, well, maybe baby face was already taken, so that's maybe what he was going he's for. The baby of the family. Oh, well, sure. Sure. Uh there was a I'm actually not sure if this is a real story or if one of those sort of urban legends about urban names, but uh-huh. uh, there's a there's a there's a tale in Memphis of somebody with a last they had a lot there was a lot of kids in the family and the last one his name was Delason, uh-huh. but it was spelled like the last one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also he wasn't. Oh. And that's how I remember the story going. I think that's I think somebody actually taught that family that I think somebody that I know actually taught that family. Like which I, I always thought was like like that's pretty clever. I I I get having like, you know, what monikers or whatever it is like stage names. Sure. But like, you know, and I get like Megan the Stallion. The Stallion. Like that's sure. cool. Like I get that. Like but some like this is this is what makes me old. I'm like some of these rapper names. Well, and like I, you know, I mean, I get I get Jay Z, and I get right. Like I yeah. mean, even ASAP Rocky or like is like sort of memorable, right? Like it's weird, but it's memorable. But like, I don't know, the baby just seems kind of. Well, and you had a bunch of episodes ago your 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 rant about Doja Cat. I mean, listen, it's still a stupid name. Like, it is, I, I, it's fun to dance to, but it's still a stupid name. Like, I don't get it. Like, what is her actual name? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, it, you know. What's Cher's actual name? Oh, I think it's Cher or something. I mean, but her actual name is Cher. Should we look this up? <laughs> if you want to, yeah, we can take a break. Yeah. Shares, ah, uh-huh, share, oh my God, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to pronounce this. Shares real name is Sherilyn Sark Sarkeesian. Yeah, because she's, I think her heritage is Greek, right? Yeah, maybe. Why do I know this much about Cher? I know, right? Why do you? I don't know. Um, I'll never I'll never forget a text message I got from my dad, um, who, those of you who know my dad, is a man of few words. So true. <laughs> um, I, I occasionally, though, get drunk texts from him. Um, and, uh, he, it was, uh, I'm at a share concert and she's really good. Like, that's really weird, dad. Thanks. Was he, he was actually at a share concert. He wasn't like, he wasn't just like in a bar and there was a share impersonator and he thought it was share. No, his, his then wife (laughs) dragged him to a share concert, but he ended up apparently really enjoying himself. He was like, you know who's going to find this interesting? The gay one. <laughs> also, um, this actually brings us back to the Grammys, though. He, my dad watches award shows 
but he hates them. That's so weird. Like, he really doesn't like them because he's like, oh, those fucking liberals and, and like, the whole thing, right? Blah, blah, sure, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But he still, like, it's one of those, like, but he still watches them. Why, like, why are you watching them if you don't like them? Why do you watch like, them? You don't watch movies. You don't watch TV shows. You don't listen to music. You don't know who any of these Right? Like, you can't possibly care who's winning any of these things. That's so weird. No, it's so weird. But I got, this was a couple years ago, and it was the year that um, David Bowie had passed, like, had passed previously, so they did an in memoriam. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Lady Gaga did. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I got a text message from my dad. Um. That uh, I don't like her, but she's but Lady Gaga is doing a good job covering David Bowie. Thanks, Dad. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate uh, that input. Oh, I also got a drunk text message during um, the Super Bowl halftime show a couple of years ago. Shakira's really hot. I mean, we can all agree with that, can't we? <laughs> like, it's don't like, lie. Well, no shit, Dad. <laughs> right? Like, where have you been? Yeah, guess what? So is J-Lo. That's like the whole point. I didn't watch the whole Grammys, but I have to say uh, uh, something happened in the opening performances. Harry Styles is hot. This is new for you? Yeah. Ah, uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he totally is. Like, I I hadn't, like, I think some of his music's fun. It's a little silly. I find it weird that he only eats fruit. There's lots of jokes in there. Um, Indeed. <laughs> but, like, his performance of Watermelon Sugar High in the opening performance segment, I was like, I haven't found you hot before. But I do now. <laughs> even with his, even with his Oscar the Grouch boa, it's it was better with like the leather outfit than it was when he wore it with um his Grammy acceptance outfit, which literally looked like I'm taking different pieces from Sesame Street characters and putting them together. <laughs> It's like I have an Oscar the Grouch boa and like a Burton Ernie V-neck sweater and like a, a Mr. Rogers blade. It was very weird. It was like a, mm. Stop stealing outfits from the Muppets. Right? It was bad when Lady Gaga did it a decade ago. Harry Styles is British. You're not a Muppet. There's a <laughs> difference. Yeah. No, I think he's... um. Hmm. I think he's cute. Like I, I appreciate. I, I think he's sort of a badass, right? Like that he's very, um, he's very into breaking gender norms mm-hmm. and yeah. like speaking out about stuff. Um, and I'm into that. So yeah, I think that's cool. You know, just in general, like be that way. Also, I really like that he and Lizzo are friends. Like, Aww. I feel like you get to if you get to be friends with Lizzo, that speaks highly of you. Uh, by the by, uh, Lizzo, like, couldn't open the envelope. (laughs) Sure. And she kind of cursed and then got, like, 
and then got like um don't you like love her for that though like she's like flustered right like she's she's such a real person like I yeah like I love that about her like she's I she I feel like she's possible. gotten flustered every time she's ever been on an award show she's 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 real but she's also like a very big personality oh yeah yeah I mean I like a big personality she has a very distinctive laugh ha <laughs> ha I think that's part of what we like about her, right? Is that yeah. like she's like in your face and very like this is me, this is who I am. This is me. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Um, that was nice. Uh, other than that, the Grammys were cute. I can't even. I don't. I really have never watched the Grammys. I watch the Grammys because it's it's mostly performances so that's mm -hmm. fun and uh, the music industry does turn out the fashion oh well well that's true and in a sort of insane way in an insane like on steroids like it's fast right. like they're fucking like, on, crazy on ecstasy and steroids at the same time right and so like the oscars is more my my preference of fashion right like i prefer like if we're gonna turn it up like let's go elegant like that's what i like to see right yeah like a little more statuesque silhouette. i do man i just love a ball gown i mean who doesn't right like ugh, why can't i just have more excuses to wear ball gowns in my life what what would be your oscar red carpet dress oh my god well <laughs> Um, I am a, I'm a big fan of the sweetheart neckline. Oh, but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's a sweetheart neckline? Is that it's the like, Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it looks yeah. like a heart on the top. It looks like a heart on the top. There you go. Um, and you know, for the curvy ladies, like you need a little, mm -hmm. a little wasting, you need a little, a little rouging. Um, I... I think my preference would be a gigantic, you know, I like a big dress. I like some like wow factor. Mm -hmm. um, I would probably just go with like one super bold color. Gotcha. Would you have a train? Not like an obnoxious one. Right. Right. Because, um, you know, you just spend the whole night like messing with it. Um, and, I, you know, you don't want to look like you're like, like you should have been in a wedding. <laughs> right like it needs to sure. like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but basically the idea is is that i want to wear something that while it's a different color than grace kelly would have worn the cut is totally like old hollywood right gotcha what about you well thank you billy porter for you know pushing some boundaries mm -hmm. I and dan levy too yeah, um, uh, you know, and I, lo I love the uh, Dan Levy. I'm, I'm going to blank on the name, but there's a designer that he uh, works with often and that I really mm -hmm. like that is very much about, like, it's very inspired by, like, uniforms, like school uniforms, work uniforms. Right. But it's also very gender bending. Like, it's for both yeah. men and women. Um, cool. Like, and shorts for suits. Like, um, yeah. But uh, so I really like that. Um, but I I also like a drapey moment, like a big neck drapey moment. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I love uh, a good drape. Yeah. Like I don't know. Christian like, Siriano, that shit. Right. 
Um, so something that's sort of like a little drapey in front that's possibly like a little like military-esque inspired, so buttons. Oh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that probably goes down long, at least in the back. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then, Energy. you know, not sure what I'd do for, for pants. You know, I, it's interesting. <clears throat> um, you, you could do a couple of things for pants. You could do those um, pants that like could be pants. They could be like a pencil skirt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, hey, we could go a little crazy and do some like fashion forward culottes situation. Oh, listen, if you can pull off culottes, that is impressive. <laughs> I don't know if I can pull off culottes. <laughs> I would love to be able to pull off like a, like a, like I feel like a power bitchy, like jumpsuity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I just have never, I keep trying them on and being like, no, I feel like I'm wearing a romper, like a toddler. <laughs> yeah, the problem, unfortunately, with jumpsuits for us curvier people is they, they haven't, like, figured out a good cut that actually, like, doesn't make us well, look and- like that girl from um, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that, like, eats the blueberry and explodes. <laughs> Also, like, I just, you know, if you're getting, I mean, obviously we're not really going anywhere right now, but like theoretically, if you buy something with super cute, right? Like you're going to wear it out and then you have to be in a public restroom, essentially naked. Oh. Which I'm like, not, I'm like so uncomfortable with the idea that I have to like take the whole goddamn thing off to go to the bathroom somewhere. I I mean, like, you know, that's one of those things where guys have it much easier in that. Yeah. It's not, y'all don't really have a thing about that, but like, oh, so much work for ladies. Well, you know, and that's, um, so fashion though, I think is one thing that I feel like the award shows need to like elevate from uh, like sort of a pre-show thing to be part of like the main event. Right, that would be super fun. Cause I, 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 that's one of the biggest reasons why I tune in. I wanna see fashion. I wanna know what everyone's wearing. I wanna know who. Mm-hmm designed it I want to know the jewelry I want to like see all the cuts like I really want to see it all because like so everybody knows that award shows have gotten stupid and boring and like they're they're falling way off in viewership right like we're not Uh, the only ones who think this I just I I just want to point out though that I think that there's kind of two different award shows in a way because there's like a Grammys and a Tony's which I put in one and all the music award shows plus Tony Mm -hmm. into one category because those shows end up being a lot more performance-based with awards sprinkled throughout. And then you have like Golden Globes, Emmys, Oscars, which are just kind of what you were starting to talk about. Right, but like, honestly, even, I mean, to me, like they're still like, they all fall victim to the same thing, right? That like, it's, it's this very predictable format. Sure right like and they're all the same and there's a billion of them now like when it was just the egot right like when those were the only ones that existed for those of you it's like super cool is emmys grammys oscars tonys also like how do you not know that but yes uh (laughs) you're listening to this podcast yes if you're listening to this podcast you know that shit already um yeah but like it, when those are the main four, right? Then like that's and then cool. Like 
maybe you can throw the Golden Globes in there because it's the one where everybody drinks, right? But like when you just have this like constantly, the the Independent Spirit Awards are on TV now. Like MTV has like three different award shows. Like it's bananas. Well, and then, but then there's like lesser known awards that actually carry a lot bigger weight within the industry that like the public doesn't necessarily necessarily know about. Like the National Board of Review Awards is actually the one of the first awards that comes out as far as like the movie award season is concerned. Right. It's the first awards announced, and it's it's in December, and that's like that's actually given a, a very a huge amount of weight. Right. Well, like at the end of the day, people who are watching don't really care about like the clout of it. You know what I mean? Like we don't really care. It's one of the reasons you can make so many different award shows. Right. But like, it's time to switch up award shows. It's time to, and like, how much fun would it be? Like, I think about like the Met Ball, right. Mm, mm -hmm. And like the costuming of that. Right. So, like, if you oh, made... what if there was a theme every year? Yes. Wow. And the theme could have to do with, like, the movies that got nominated, mm-hmm. right? Then, like, you're making it a lot more... And, like, even if that's just, like, fine, people change... They wear one thing on the red carpet to do the pre-show walk, and then when you get to present or you whatever, like, you're wearing a costume that, like, has to do... Like, if you just walk on stage, and if it's just those 20 people... Who are like walking on stage to present awards in ridiculous costumes i'm automatically way more interested yeah right like that's so much more fun like i don't know i mean nobody knows shit about the met ball right like it's not like we don't get to see the actual ball like i just it's look actually at all the pictures a fundraiser the next day. for the met right like i just look at the pictures the next day because all the fashion is so much fun yeah and like they're gonna start like you know now they like show it where you can watch like the actual arrivals and stuff yeah for people like showing up because those outfits are so crazy well, I mean, this also brings us to, you know, we, we've also been talking about how um, uh, how problematic the Golden Globes were this year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, so it's worth bringing up an article that I know you and I both um, have read that was uh, a statement put out by Time's Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was, uh, I think it was started by Reese Witherspoon and some other lovely ladies um, as part of uh, the response to the Me Too movement, as well as um, better, you know, helping create better workplace environments, if you're not familiar with Time's Up. But they, they actually got ahead of the ball and uh, prescribed what the Golden Globes should do. And I think it's really interesting as far as like how to govern these award shows. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they're kind of um, recommending a start over, like a do over. Well, I mean, and you know, when you, when you have a really entrenched culture like that, mm-hmm. you really have to, like you really have to commit to, we are really redoing this. We're not just, it's not just like a handful of band-aids that we're going to do. Like we are going to revitalize this organization and make it different um, and, and take some really important steps. So with that in mind, would you put all of this together or would you keep like award shows separate? Um, how would you want to categorize like, like John, um, medium wise right so i 
obviously I feel I, like I'm a little biased in this, right? Because I'm way more interested in television than I am in movies. And I tend sure. to watch a lot more television than I do movies. Um, so I'm much more interested in award shows that have TV in them than those that do not. Um, not to say still that I even like watch the award shows because like I still think they're sort of boring. Um, so, you know, it's interesting. I think, I think when I read the Time's Up recommendations, I really loved the idea that you are intentional about expanding. So you, you have a larger pool of members, mm-hmm. which means that a, just, by, just by that on its own face, right? Like there's a larger number of people who are making this decision. So you're going to have more diversity in your nominations. And if you are also, in addition to that, intentional about recruiting diverse membership, now that, that's extra, right? And I think that there's really, I would really love to see a, a, a mindset shift and I don't exactly know how this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that like recruiting people who are diverse and who have different um, sort of skill sets or whatever, like that you bring the idea that like people in comedy have to be talented as well. Um, I always have a really hard time with that. And I have a really hard time with the idea that like, especially I feel like when it comes to movie awards, but even a lot TV, like the Emmys have fallen victim to this a lot recently that like the darkest fucking show is going to win. I mean, but is that that much different than how it's always been? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's interesting. Like, I feel like, you know, I mean, I mean could, even back in theater school, you got the best grade if you cried the most. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, you know, I think artists are are drawn to that. They're drawn to the struggle. Right, but it's interesting. Like, what is the difference between what the artists are drawn to, right? Like people who nominate things and what the public is drawn to. And like, is there not validity to that? I'm not trying to turn everything into the People's Choice Awards. That's not what I mean. Well, I think that's an interesting, like, do you figure out some kind of, I don't know, voting curve that like you, the voter, like the voting pool like does include like the people in some way? I mean, it would be interesting. Like, what if part of your voter, what if part of your voter block was just like fucking people? You know, sort of how like they pick like the Nielsen box people, like, you know? Right. Yeah. Just like you fill out a thing to sign up to be one of their critics, right? And then you have to follow the same rules as the rest of the members, right? So like at the yeah. Oscars, like you you certify that you've seen 80% of the nominees if you're voting in the in the finals, right? Or or they do something like like a polling situation where like they have to poll. Well, poll I will say polls are hard to do and they're easy to get hacked. So I would be curious about like literally just letting in like a hundred people, like human people who are not in the industry to like be part of your voter block. I'd be curious. 
That uh, you'd you'd have to figure out the rules there, but yeah, for sure, yeah. Because like, but, I mean, but it might be interesting. It definitely would shake things up. It de- I mean, it definitely would shake things up. It would be mm-hmm. it would be really different. Um, but assuming they were, let's let's assume even that they're going to keep everything the same because yeah. likely they are. Um, although I do hope that the Hollywood Foreign Press is going to do at least some of that stuff, right? You know. like, and um, I, if you, I don't know if you remember um, my my curiosity of how Hamilton got qualified to mm-hmm. be nominated as as a a, a movie, mm-hmm. um, right? It was a movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this came out of uh, so the Hollywood Foreign Press, at their own will, can vote to change the rules, like at any time. Ah, okay. To like just by like its membership voting. So they voted to change their own rules to allow Hamilton in? Yeah. Interesting. That's very curious. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they did that? Well, I mean, that probably, I, I, I don't know, but because of what we learned about Emily in Paris, I'm guessing they want to be on Disney's good side. Well, sure. I mean, and and that's the next thing that like, I mean, times I've talked about that some, right? That like, you can't, you can't get gifts, you can't get, um, and I looked actually, and I I read like, I read through, I'm such a nerd. I read through like the entire, the entirety of the Oscars rules about um, solicitations and gifts and what they're allowed to send. Um, And so it is a lot more stringent for the Oscars. Like you are not allowed to send gifts. You are not allowed to provide. Like if you do a screener, like even in the thing, it says like a reasonable amount of food and beverage may be provided. Um, So you're not allowed to do anything exorbitant or um, yeah. Like, so, so I was glad to know that the Oscars are at least more, I, you know, it's hard to imagine a way that you could sort of uh, tone down the publicity machine behind it because it's hard it's hard for me with the idea that like studios choose which movies they think are going to be the ones that are most likely to get nominated and they have a campaign to get that movie nominated right and so like that sucks (laughs) like I get it because there's a lot of I mean even in this year but certainly in a normal year there's a shit ton of movies that get put out you know, it was so interesting though, this is a little bit of a tangent, but um, I was going through the Oscar nominations that came out yesterday. And uh, like, you know, it's sort of what I expected based on what got nominated from the Golden Globes. Um, and, but I don't like, and then I, and then I went to go online and read, you know, what people were writing about was who was snubbed. And the snubs felt really, liked this year in a way like there were a couple like regina king didn't get nominated for directing um what was it one night in miami i think that's the title yeah but but like they they felt light in the sense that like well i don't really like know what else they would have nominated this year like right well and the the thing is is that if you have 10 movies that get nominated for best picture but you only have five directors that you can choose some of those directors aren't and and so i don't i mean i can't have any idea because god knows i haven't seen any of those movies yeah. 
<laughs> not even one of them. I haven't seen anything. Well, yet. Yeah, the the article I read, Regina King, it, it cited Regina King getting snubbed. It it, it uh, cited Spike Lee getting snubbed, but he didn't get nominated at the Globes either. Um, well, and, and I think uh, it's possible that everybody's a little bit over Spike Lee, right? Like maybe he's, I don't know. he's very Spike Lee. And then there was um, there was a lot of hype about the Stacey Abrams documentary, which did not get nominated. Mm, okay, interesting. Those were the most notable snubs. Yeah. Well, but, and I mean, I, I don't know. I like Regina King, but I, I do know that, you know, they, they did nominate some women this time around. Yeah. They did finally nominate a woman of color. Yep. Um, so would you progress, you know, there's been some talk of, uh, you know, by some people that, well, it shouldn't, they shouldn't separate the awards by gender. Ooh. So it's just best actor. Like that encompasses. Fancy. Right. What do you think about that? It, I mean, it narrows down those categories a whole well, lot, doesn't so it? So that's, that's the interesting part. Because on one hand, uh, I like that it's like, okay, this is like the best actor. On the other hand, like, I want more people to get awards. Right. So I, 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 and I'm just spitballing here, but this is how I would rejigger it. It's best actor but you separate categories so that like for movies and TV, you still have comedy and drama. Comedy and drama. Ooh, comedy at the Oscars. Yeah. That's, that's hard. I know. Would they do comedy and musical like the Globes yes, does? it would be like that for sure. It would be like that. That would be really interesting. Although I like, I still feel like the Oscars would not know what to do with that shit. <laughs> I well, mean, it might force them to pay more attention to comedy though like it just has to be actor or supporting actor I wonder if you could differentiate more between actor and supporting actor like I wonder if there's a third category you could put in there maybe I mean I also think though with the Grammys and I, I realize there's a there's a crap ton of musical genres mm -hmm. but they have a lot of best pop album best R&B album best rap album before you get to best album Right, well, and, and they also have like sort of the confusing thing of like song and record and album of the year. Which I always look up every year and I always forget. Right, and then you immediately forget because but why is it still like that? <laughs> song, song is the performer. Okay. Record, and this is what's confusing, best record is actually for one song, but it's for the writer. Okay. So like, let's take like Watermelon Sugar High by mm -hmm. Harry Styles. Um, uh, he won actually best song because he performed it. But uh -huh. if he, 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 he did not win best record, but if he had, it would have been him and everyone else who wrote on it. Gotcha. Best okay. album is what it sounds like. Best overall. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. That is not confusing at all. <laughs> weird. It's super weird. Like so basically why is that why is that Grammy not called best performance? 
I don't know. It's so right. Like it should be called best performance and then best song and then best album. Because like, if it's the best song, you should get credit for having written the damn song. Like, uh, but um, and sorry, performing I'm, it. Like I'm that should be that should be everybody who had anything to do with the song. Right. Yeah. I also think though that like if they were to become gender, not fluid, gender genderless in the in the Oscar, mm-hmm. you could call it best performance and not best actor. Ah, yes. Ooh, you could add ensemble like they do in the SAG Awards. Oh, because I like that. Uh I like best ensemble. Mm -hmm. Okay, but here's here's a big question. How do we make the award shows more entertaining? Well, you need performances. So, right, like that's why that's why the music awards are way more fun. So, like you can perform the songs right like i like it when they perform the songs from the movies like those are those are nice um at the oscars and i also i will say that my favorite thing that ever has been in the oscars it was fucking billy crystal and that opening number man mm-hmm. like call the guys who write the tonys and have them do you an opening number so you want you want more of a show than like a presentation cuz like it's kind of become a presentation Yeah. And like, the thing is, is that now that we can see celebrities, right? So like 15 years ago, the only way I ever got to see like Brad Pitt having a conversation with Viola Davis was at an award show. Now they're on fucking Instagram. Like I know what their lives are like. I know what their kitchens look like. I know what they eat for breakfast. Like we are have way more window into celebrity now. Right. So like they don't quite have the appeal of Ooh, I get to watch celebrities doing celebrity things. How exciting, right? right? Like, yes, they look nice. And okay, they're winning awards for stuff. And like, you know, this year the Globes were a mess. But like previously, the Globes have been kind of fun because at the commercial breaks, the cameras just follow people around. And you get to be like, oh my God, like Reese Witherspoon's hugging Angelina Jolie. How weird is that? Um, and everybody's kind of drunk. So it's fun. So you're also saying, though, that we want some, it doesn't have to be huge, but some level of unpredictability. Yes, you need unpredictability and you need showmanship, right? Like you need it to be, like you need it. And for God's sake, don't ever let Jimmy Kimmel ever fucking host anything ever again. Oh, someone doesn't like Jimmy Kimmel. Oh my God, I was so uncomfortable with him at the Emmys. Like I could not, I could not make it through the first, because he sucks. Okay. He's like that, it's that thing where like, you're being shit. You're being shitty about the fact that you're being cheesy. Oh, do you know what I mean? Like what he's saying is cheesy, but then he's like being shitty about it on top of it. Like, oh god, this whole thing is so cheesy, and isn't all this dialogue terrible? And like, but then do better. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah. then write better shit, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, who would be? If you can't get Billy Crystal, who do you want hosting it? I mean, like um, Tina and... I mean, listen, I love Tina and Amy. Yeah. I, like, can my Rudolph help with the opening number? Oh, yeah. Right? She's a great host. God, wouldn't she be amazing? The, the It's weird because the first thing that popped into my head was Andy Samberg. Oh, Interesting. Because he can actually do that whole song, right? Like he can do the song thing Mm -hmm. and, and he's funny. You need a, so you want a song and dance, man. 
I really love that. I'm not saying even that has to be the host, right? Although not that weird, awkward thing they tried to do with Anne Hathaway a couple of years ago. That was so weird and terrible. I don't remember that. Oh, you blocked it out. (laughs) (laughs) It was so awkward. It was like the first time that we that anybody knew she could sing. It was like before Les Mis, and we were all like, "Oh, she can really sing." And then, oh, she's oh, things are going wrong. Everything. (laughs) Oh no, what's happened? Um. So, like, you have a lot of super fucking talented people who are there, right? Mm -hmm. But like, but like, do it on purpose. Like, don't always try to make it like. Oh, and then suddenly everybody's singing or like, I feel like they're always, I feel like in the last couple of years, like they've become embarrassed about it being a show. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting because it's, it feels like it, the Oscars is continually losing viewership. And in response to that, they seem to keep getting stuffier and stuffier. Yeah. Like, we want, like, big performances. Like, yeah, it's nice that, you know, you have that one singer come out and it's a very pomp and circumstance, classy performance. And that's nice. And maybe, you know, you have one of those. But if you have, but, like, that's your one. That's your one pomp and circumstance, for lack of a better adjective. Like performing yeah. you got to put on some stuff and we don't need the whole thing to be like where we're making fun of i feel like they decided like oh people want us to make fun of hollywood while we're doing this but then they're not really willing to do it because everybody's fucking sitting in the room right. and then when they try to do it it's just really fucking awkward and like stop it like you can tell jokes without like trying to I don't know. I feel like they're working too hard to be hip. Like, just put on a fucking show. And also, like, not to be um, disrespectful to some of the award categories and recipients, but no one cares about documentary short. No one cares about animated short. No one one cares. Nobody has ever seen any of these short films. The people, the people watch, like, the majority of the people watching it also don't care about sound, special effects, costumes, or makeup. Maybe costumes. Well, right, and like costumes and makeup, like you can, and so my thing is that there's a way to do that mm-hmm. where you do a presentation block in the middle yep. that is about the creative awards. And the awards and then you given showcase, earlier Right, like you showcase, right? Because if you did a five-minute thing where like you are getting to see like, people doing costume fittings in Black Panther or like how like from drawing to right like I always love when they put up the drawing and it was like the first thing they did and then here's what the costume ended up looking like right or like you know little backseat behind the scenes shots of you know whatever Zoe Saldana having to sit in makeup for Gamora for 19 hours right like I don't know like show us something about a sound editing right like And then just flash across it. Like, I'm sorry, guys, but nobody cares. Do you think if there were more, so like the Grammys, but for Oscars and Emmys, like more subcategories of best something or others, that might actually help elevate certain genres? Like, like if the Oscars gave a best action movie 
Ooh. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I see what you're saying. Fantasy or sci-fi. I'm not saying they all need their own category, but you know, would would it elevate action movies? I mean, I would think so. I don't, I mean, they never would because they would never like deign to, you know. So it sounds like the the stuffy side of award shows really needs to get its head out of its own ass. Like, yeah, is really awesome. what it seems to come down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we need, we need it to be like a fun show and you need things to be unpredictable. Um, but not so fucking awkward that you like, and if we're going to keep having virtual ones, can you please just send everybody the tech? <laughs> yes. And no awkward just, where you ask the actors to talk to each other right before they're going to get an award. Right? Like, it's real weird. And like the, the Emmys did the thing where like people would like showed up with the, with the award. So they actually got to like, do the award like mm-hmm. have the award in their hand which was fun the Grammys, and like some of them came out of boxes with confetti and shit the grammys did something really interesting they had like this really pretty tent so the gram the grammys were here at the staples center here in los angeles and the performances were on this very elaborate set set up inside the staples center but the awards were actually given in this very pretty tent outside and so they had the people who were nominated for the category that they were presenting sitting there for, and they could walk up and give a speech and get the award. It was actually, it was nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice. It wasn't that awkward, like, I'm sitting in some weird corner of my home thing. Right. Yeah. But I mean, hey, they, they, they may, you know, those things are, you know, doing the best they can given the times. So we're just saying you got to shake it up, man, because Mm -hmm. it's just, they can't stay the same. You have to evolve. You know what also might be fun though? I keep thinking about these subcategories. Like you almost make it like a bracket for the night. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you have to win your subcategory to then be considered for like best picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, mm, interesting. you could also do that with the actors too. Like you could have them win their subcategories. You know what I mean? Right, like best best action actor, mm-hmm. and then best action performance, and then mm-hmm. by the end you give best performance. It's like it's like a dog show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best in show. Is it? Show us your hindquarters, dog please. Dog and pony show, anyway. I mean, I mean, for fucking real, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan, what are you wound about this week? Um, I we have started watching um, Chris Evans's show on Apple Plus, which is mm-hmm. called Defending Jacob. Um, it is a you know, it's a limited series. Um, I am very surprised. Um, like, I actually had to look up, like, what, when did this come out? Like, was it eligible for stuff? Um, because I'm just really surprised with Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery, um, who is, who was the lead on Downton Abbey. Mm. Um, and it's, it's pretty intense. Like, uh, the, the plot is about, you know, a small town in Massachusetts, and there's a, there's a high school boy that's killed. Um, and, and he's, Chris Evans is the attorney, and, 
you know, he has a son and the son gets mixed up in the thing and Michelle Dockery is his wife. And um, we have not finished the series, so I don't, maybe it falls apart. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, although it seems to be pretty well reviewed and pretty well rated. So um, I was really surprised because like, I, it, it, the only reason I know about it is because it showed up on a Buzzfeed list that was like 10 shows you forgot you didn't know existed that were really good this year. Um, and I was like, fucking shit, Chris Evans is in a show. And you know how I feel about Chris Evans. So, yeah. I, I wonder though, just sort of th- th- thinking about Apple and the shows that they have that have gotten nominated. I wonder if they just haven't gotten their awards department up to snuff because. Mm-hmm. You know, like morning show, you kind of expected to get more nominations than it did. Uh, I yeah. had Lasso to get maybe not win, but get more nominations than it did. So you know. yeah, well, and honestly, I feel like the only reason that Ted Lasso got any nominations at all is because Brene Brown announced that like it was her favorite TV show of all time, and she like had him on her podcast, and she like lost her shit about it, and so then people like really started watching it, and then there was like a New York Times article, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so then then the Golden Globes were like, oh hey, this Ted Lasso thing, um, great. So like it'll be interesting to see if that if that lasts all the way to the Emmys. That's another thing they should really switch up. I know we we moved on to Whelmed now, but they should really like they should the emmy should get off the tv season yeah they should move to the calendar year because it's so confusing Mm -hmm. like everybody should just be on the calendar year and like yes we can just have all the award shows at the same time it's fine it's fine really nobody cares um yeah, I. it's interesting what Apple is doing because they're of the streaming services, like the big ones. I mean, I consider them big, but they don't have a library of right. back, like a back catalog of titles that they mm-hmm. have available. So, you know, it's, I mean, maybe they're just putting their money into creating stuff right now because, you know, they don't have a lot. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how, what their strategy is as it continues to evolve. Yeah, yeah. But anyway- I, I, I predict though that it's going to become the new HBO because I feel like- I think that's very possible because I think HBO and Warner Brothers are doing some real weird stuff. Well, I think, I think that HBO Max's biggest problem was that it decided to call itself HBO Max because HBO- had a certain, you turn to HBO for a certain quality of content. Mm-hmm. And the way they put everything together now, uh, it's not that it's all bad content, but like it's not, it's watered down HBO's brand. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. Um, yeah, so I wonder if that's Apple's intention is like, you know, we're just going to do like a small amount of really good stuff mm-hmm. because so far everything I have watched on there has been excellent. Yeah. Uh, I've heard mixed things about a couple of things. Like there's that um, there's that sort of futuristic witchy show with what's his face Aquaman that got mixed reviews. Oh, okay, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, there's a couple other shows that like you know no one ever really ended up talking about. But you know that's what happens. There's so much content right now. There's so much content. Like you got to just launch it, and hopefully there are helpful Buzzfeed lists around about things you missed. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this week, I I'm not done with it, but uh, the, and thanks for the 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 room recommend. I can't talk recommendation. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can talk. Uh, I'm about halfway through upload, and it's really good. And mm-hmm. I I love when genres blend together because mm-hmm. it's comedy, but it's a little bit dramatic. It's a little mm-hmm. bit sci-fi. Um, mm-hmm. And God, that guy is hot. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those are Mel brothers got it going on, man. Oh, there's wait, there's brothers. Oh, Arrow. <gasps> oh, Robbie fuck. Amel. Yeah, Stephen Amel. I actually, I think they might be cousins, but they're oh. they're like, yeah, but they're gorgeous. They're family. They're really attractive family. <laughs> Have you gotten to the episode with his funeral yet? Yes. Oh my God, how much did you love that suit? It was cute. It was very cute. Oh, I really liked it. I was really surprised. I was like, he is fucking pulling off a green suit suit. with shorts. Yeah. Yeah, Like, that's a thing though, right now. It's weird and probably stupid, but somehow he was doing it. The Bowery, I think, is what that that designer is called that that, um, Daniel Levy uses. And like a lot of his suits are with shorts. Yeah. Well, we're doing weird things and trends right now, you guys. I mean, I think the trend is that there is no trend. The trend is that there is no trend, except for, you know, Fashion. all this terrible boho nonsense that I like means I can't shop at Target right now. I like, I call it modern boho furniture, like styling I like, but not in clothing. Yeah, I just, I can't, I don't want to look like a couch. <laughs> Or a doily. Or a doily. Or a couch with a doily on it. Like, this is terrible. Did you see? And it was that? not like we did some boho shit in the 90s that was cute. And I don't know what y'all did. I don't know where y'all got this boho shit from. But, like, can we go back to where everything was going to be the 90s? Because that's fine. So that boho, though, was more like I'm spending a lot of money on clothes that look old, like vintage. Right, it was like, yes. The new mm-hmm. boho is very much like Little House on the Prairie. Yes, which is terrible. Did you, I don't know if it was Tumblr, but it was like some page where like all of these men dressed up in the, the Target dresses and like did pictures to make them look like they're on Little House of the Prairie. Uh, yeah, the ladies did it too. Yeah. Yes, it was like it was like my quarantine prairie yeah. or whatever, yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, my Target quarantine and like everybody's, you know, holding their chickens and wearing their Target Prairie dress. And it's just, it's not cute, y'all. It's not cute. No. mm -mm. So if you have any good suggestions about where I can buy clothes that aren't terrible, please message me on our social media accounts. You can find me on Instagram. Are you familiar with Uniqlo? Am I familiar with what? Uniqlo? Obviously not. Okay. Well, check them out. Okay, great. <laughs> you threw me off my pitch there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, suggestions, fans. Hi. <laughs> Hi, honey. Where, where can people find us? Oh, wherever they listen to podcasts, but they can also find us on Facebook at Wellness with Megan and Chad and on the Instagram with uh, uh, at Wellness Podcast. I can't talk today. (laughs) 
You only got like three hours of sleep last night. Yay. Okay. <clears throat> I love you, honey. What would I do without you? You never have to worry about that. Oh, boo. Bye. Bye.